Welcome back to Actors with Issues, the weekly podcast where we interview the rising stars of TV, film, and Broadway, giving you an inside look at the entertainment industry from the ground level. I am your host, Juan Ayala, and today I am joined by the hilarious and talented Anthony Turpel, who you may know from series like The Bold and the Beautiful, where he received a daytime Emmy nomination, and wow. from one of my <laughs> favorite shows ever, Love Victor on Hulu, where he plays Victor's best friend, the hilarious Felix. Anthony, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Having me, thank you so much. <laughs> Most people don't bring up the um, the beautiful, so uh, I'm I, I'm glad they, research was done. <laughs> uh, so, firstly, congrats on your season three renewal for Love Victor. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, I mean, it, it I'm I'm just excited that I get to go back and uh, hang out with my friends, and uh, we get to continue that story. So uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's crazy. After every season, I'm like, this show's so good, but I know how this industry works and things get canceled for no reason. So I'm like, come on, please, please, please. And then there we go. No, trust me. I'm right there with you. I was I was on edge, but I was so happy to hear about it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. I, 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 uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy it. So awesome. Uh, so let's dive right into our first segment. It's called Getting to Know You. It's just a rapid mm. fire round of questions. And we're both hopped up on Red Bull and coffee. So we are. we're going <laughs> to speed right through <laughs> Uh, so we start with an easy one. Uh, I already know the answer now, but coffee or tea? Uh, coffee, a hundred percent coffee. <laughs> I could not live without it. Uh, hero or villain? Of me or of like like a character I'd play? Like in what context? Uh, uh like for you to take on. As oh, a, as oh a, villain, okay. villain for sure, for sure. Uh, what's the first acting job you ever had? It was a Trivial Pursuit commercial. <laughs> I believe only aired in Mexico, I think. Um, yeah, that was my first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, that was that was an interesting time. I was 12. Um, but it was fun. It was exciting. I wanted uh, I, I, I was doing it with this uh, other person and she was like she did like a bunch of these commercials prior and mm -hmm. I wanted to not seem like I was green. So I was like, oh, yeah, I did a few Hot Wheels commercials. Total lie, total lie. As you know, I, was, I was a dumb twelve-year-old. <laughs> oh man! Uh, if you could master any accent, which would it be? Scottish, probably, or Irish, something like that. Uh, what is a show that you've watched through multiple times? Community. I'm a huge fan of Community. Yeah. Uh, what is a movie that never fails to make you laugh? The Dewey Cox story. Have you yeah. seen it? I have. <laughs> That's the while, best movie yeah. alive. Yeah. 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 Uh, and a movie that never fails to make you cry. You know, I, okay. I, I just watched this for the first time. Uh, the Elephant Man uh, with Anthony Hopkins from 1980. Uh -huh. That one got me. That, that's the most recent one. Um, but, and I'm sure if I watch it again, I would cry again. Uh, yeah that one that one got me and uh who is your dream co-star on love victor dream co-star as like people that are already on it or someone that uh, would like come if in. you could yeah if you could choose like anyone to come on the show who would you choose ah. jim carrey <laughs> just because i i think i think that'd be interesting and i watched truman show last night so that's that's <laughs> at the top of my brain you know, it's funny when I was watching 
season two of Love Victor with my boyfriend, I was like, Anthony looks like a young Jim Carrey. And <laughs> so who knows? Maybe I forget what happened to Felix's dad, but maybe mm-hmm. there's like a photo maybe. of Jim Carrey. With <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. I should ask. I, I got to ask him to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> so funny. This Photoshop Jim Carrey in a photo. So, uh, Anthony, you've been in the industry for quite some time now. Um, you started off really young, but when did you first start acting and when did you decide that you wanted to dive in and, and pursue it as a career? Uh, I was a I was five years old and I did uh, my first uh, play, which was Wizard of Oz. And I was uh, uh, in the, uh, the Lollipop Guild, one of the munchkins. And that's when I knew. I, I and I wanted to be an actor ever since. And um, yeah, so that and then it just kind of went on from there. And then I got in the business out of like 11. And that's that's it. Yeah. So five is when I. Wow. Early, early on started that journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, you've been working pretty consistently for a few years now. So like you never ended up going to college for 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 training at this point. No, no, no. I, uh, no, I kind of, I was homeschooled so, uh, up until like high school. That's when I kind of shifted in. And so, uh, yeah, I, I never went to college. Um, uh, I know some actors go to college, like for acting, uh, acting and things like that, but no, I just kind of did classes around LA and that's kind of how I gained knowledge. And then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I never did any of the school stuff. Yeah. I mean, when you start as young as you did, you know, working on network TV shows and all of that stuff, it's like, why take four years out of that's a good time yeah. to act, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to lose that moment. You learned on sure. set. Exactly. You learned, 100%. You that's the, that's the best you... class you can have is just working, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is also where sure. you'll fail the most, but it's it's a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that segues right into uh, my next question. So regarding um, failure and, mm. and things that the actors deal with constantly. So what can you share about that from your own experience and any ed, uh, advice to the young actors that we have listening? Um, yeah, uh, it's going to happen. And that's something that you have to get comfortable with. Mm. And, you know, this job as a whole is the uncomfortable. And so if I, anyone that's starting out, it's uh, don't be afraid to fail. And the only way you get over your fear of failure is by actually failing. And so take classes, do improv. That, that's the way I failed the most. Um, and uh, just keep on doing that. And um, I, I can't say you'll get over it, at least in my experience. But it, it's, um, you, it's going to be worth it in the end if you learn something from it. And uh, I definitely have through my 10 years now of doing this. So, um, yeah, just push yourself and, um, yourself into situations where you're most likely to fail. That's my opinion. That's yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, you know, I've only been, so I similarly had an early start in theater, Mm -hmm. um, but was a little older. I was 12 actually when I did like my first show, but I grew up singing a lot. So that's kind of how it's that led to musical theater and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, um, only the last couple of years have I been sort of pursuing television and, and all that stuff. And I've been fortunate in booking a couple of things, but um, it's definitely like, you know, we hear all the time 
like, you know, acting's hard, it's tough, it's a lot of rejection, but I feel like no matter how many times people tell you, you still don't, you're still not prepared for how much comes along, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like, we hear it a lot. Everyone's like, it's a tough industry, all of that stuff. And you still don't get over of like a hundred auditions in zero bookings. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy how, how much it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, especially with like, I mean, it took me a year to like that trivial pursuit commercial that took me a year to get. Um, and, uh, and then I don't think I worked for like probably another year. Like it's, it's, it's so there's just long stretches, especially when you're starting out of not working and it's just rejection after rejection after rejection. And so you really got to figure out, um, what I would say is when you're first starting out acting, I don't, and of course you want to book the job. Um, and it's a little bit hard now with COVID and everything like that. Um, but it's about, I feel like I'd start creating relationships with casting directors and just like, you know, putting yourself out there. Um, and you know, you're going to like eventually have a casting director that's going to really like you. And so they're going to bring you back. And that happened with me when I, I was only going out for commercials. I had this one guy that just, um, kept on bringing me back and was trying to get me to book something. And so it's like, it's creating those kind of relationships at the start. Um, and I think maybe that would help young actors is, you know, it's very rare. I've seen it before, but it's very rare to start out and just start booking automatically, um, yeah. at least from my experience. And I think a lot of other actors experience. And so uh, just focus on making relationships, uh, have fun and um, uh, take it moment at a time. You know, just just enjoy the process as much as you can. Yeah. And uh, in regards to um, the different shows that you've worked on, um, before we get, dive into to, to Love, Victor, um, we actually have a fan submitted question. Oh, yeah. Jennifer asks, between the two, or what are the biggest differences between working on a soap opera compared to a sort of network uh, half-hour show uh, like No Good Nick or Love, Victor <clears throat> or some of the other shows you've worked on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a soap opera is 10 times faster. It's... Um, fast paced and everything's just coming at you constantly. We were doing two episodes a day. Um, so wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane. And, uh, um, it's hard work, but it's also like, it's the best boot camp you could possibly get. I mean, uh, those two, those two years on bold really put me on a path of the actor I am today. So I'm really thankful mm-hmm. for it. Um, and Torsten Kane like took me under his wing. I got uh, the best experience over there. Um, and working on network, it's just slower and, uh, you know, you can take more time with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's definitely that the pacing is very different. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I would say the pacing is probably the biggest, um, uh, yeah, it's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. I didn't know it was that fast. I knew it was like, yeah, they pump out, con- you know, episodes like crazy. Cause it's five episodes a week it's not like mm-hmm. network where it's like one a week or like on you know hulu or it's, netflix they kind of just drop the whole season like a lot. Mm-hmm. wow yeah it's insane uh hardest working people i've ever met truly uh re- really good people over there and they get such a bad rap i feel like soap operas notoriously get a bad rap but it's like they have <laughs> pages of things to memorize a day like that, that's why. yeah they do they 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 do get a bad rap um they're so addicting. <laughs> they really, they really do get addicting. It's um, yeah. I I uh, I 
enjoyed my time there. And there, and there's so much talent. And like you working with actors that were like on the love boat, like, <laughs> like just like the like craziest shit. And I got to talk to like Orson Bean. Orson huh. Bean gave me one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten. And it's um, uh, no one turns into an asshole. Am I allowed to curse? Yes, by all means. <laughs> um, uh, uh, no one turns into an asshole. They always were. Now they just have the opportunity, uh, which is huh. incredible. Yeah, I good piece of advice, right? Yeah. Um, and, um, so I got like just the show. It, they do get a bad rap, but um, the amount of work they put into it is just insane. Um, and I I have the utmost respect for everyone over there. Um, so something you mentioned in and in, in the responses you sent over before, um, specifically the way you worded it was, you think you spend more time waiting to act than <laughs> actually acting. Yeah. Which is is so true, just because of the, the, the couple of shows that I've gotten to work on, it's like, you know, 12 hours for two scenes that ends up being like a minute and a half of, of screen time. And it sounds ridiculous how much time is wasted, but it's like, you know, when you've got eight principles and... 10 stunt performers or something it's like it's gonna be lots of turnarounds and whatnot but um yeah it, it is really is so much waiting like people think that it's not like a soap opera in that sense that you're constantly just like all right change your wardrobe all right go to the next set in this case it's like mm-hmm. with network tv it's just completely completely different or the primetime tv rather <laughs> no one ever warns you about it like that and it's not even like even when you don't um uh even when you're like just doing auditions in general like the waiting room is is like you're gonna be there for three hours could be there for like four um, or it can be like two minutes. You don't know. And so right. it's just like, it's just constant waiting for things to happen. And that's where the nerves build up too. It's just that mm. constant waiting for, and just like, and then you run through it in your head and then you uh, get anxiety. And so you're thinking about all the things that can go wrong and then it just creates a death loop. Um, yeah. But a lot of waiting, a lot of waiting and acting. <laughs> Yeah, in terms of, I mean, you uh, since you mentioned uh, anxiety, you know, the show's called Actors with Issues, and something we try and focus on is, um, you know, sharing experience or advice and insight for issues that actors commonly face. Um, I know the show sounds like these are actors that have got problems. Like, well, we've all got problems, but <laughs> actors um, especially, no, but, right? Uh, identity crises. Um, but in terms of 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 anxiety you know what can you share uh, about that whether it's like things on set or or audition anxiety and all that stuff i would say it's something i haven't 100 percent gone over um Mm. in my career um what i will say though is yeah i mean to be honest i haven't really solved it 100 percent. so i i I, what i do i meditate a lot Mm -hmm. um and uh that really helps me out. And um, like, for example, nerves in like an audition and then nerves on a set are two different types of nerves in my, in my case. And so like nerves in an audition, basically, and they usually settle once, or at least for me, they usually settle once the scene starts to roll. Um, and the thing, I mean, I just meditate for that and get over it. And then with uh, set nerves, I would say, it's like maybe this first or second day and then after you you get to know people and it starts just becoming fun but with anxiety i just say get out of your head and be in the moment because with anxiety you're either focusing on the past or you're focusing on the future and so uh really you just have to stay present um which is kind of the 
whole thing in acting is being present in that present moment. And so um, just trying to, you know, allow yourself to not worry about what other people are thinking or um, uh, if people are judging you or like how the scene's going and just kind of take a breather and do your job, you know, and uh, however it ends up, it's going to end up. And if you if you fail, try to figure figure out what went wrong, learn something from it, and you'll grow because of it. So I, I, I hope I worded that right, but. <laughs> you did, no problem. <laughs> uh, mm. So now let's dive into Love, Victor. Uh, again, one of my favorite shows on TV right now. Uh, you guys are, are really killing it, just doing such a great job with this particular story and, and dealing with uh, relationships and representation and just the experience of a queer person coming out to their family, all of that stuff. So really phenomenal job. Um, very excited for season three. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to say in season two, because I mean, uh, there was a clear, sh- I mean, I've, I've interviewed a few guys, a few people from, from your show already. I uh, interviewed um, Isabella. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. For, for my other podcast. And I also interviewed um, one of your writers, Marcos, and he mm. was talking about, you know, the shift from, originally making the show to be on disney plus and then for season two like knowing it would be on hulu this other platform that was a little bit more grown up so for a season two like it definitely feels more grown up uh it's a little bit more serious and um you know the storyline with felix's mom like just have to say this is one scene that stays in my head um basically we're like i think it's a Vic, uh, victor's mom asks like if you're okay and then you just like break down mm-hmm. like, it's like, like where you ask like if you can stay with them that moment i like wept because i was like holy crap like poor felix has been holding it together this whole time <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> thank you so much yeah yeah that, that's the reaction i was going for <laughs> um uh yeah 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 that that scene was And uh, I was very lucky to have a great cast around me. Um, but yeah, we definitely, we definitely aged it up a ton, um, which was, I think, a good change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to like dive into really interesting issues, and especially um, and working with uh, uh, Betsy on that um, the storyline that I was involved with was um, something that I thought was special because I haven't really seen that in TV a lot. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would, and especially like the whole hoarding aspect and um, the um, idea of mental health. I just, uh, I, f- I felt honored to be able to uh, push that story forward. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it, it was a, it, it was very important to me that I uh, um, portrayed it correctly. So thank you so much. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just a particular perspective that we don't see a lot, like the effects that it has not, because it's usually like, someone's mental health, the effects it has on their spouse or whatever. And they hide it from the kids. But in this case, it's like, there isn't a spouse. So the kid has to pick up the slack and mm-hmm. the, you know, the fact that Felix like the 16 year old kid who's like worrying about rent. I'm like, what? Like it's just, it's so heartbreaking. And, and I love the storyline. Cause it's unfortunately the reality for quite a lot of kids out there. Parents have untreated mental illness and the kids have to scramble for help. And um, you know, I think that's a really, really important thing that they added to, to the season uh to the show in season two and um i'm glad it's on hulu now because i feel like if it was on disney plus it would have stayed sort of not squeaky clean but you know kind of just more pg and i feel like it needed because the characters are growing up 
they're going through things you know mm-hmm. sexual exploration all of that stuff so like it had that it's just realistic it's like kids grow up it's not going to be like a show where they're in high school for eight seasons you know like yeah growing up and eventually you're going to go to college mm-hmm. and see what happens there <laughs> yeah i another thing i really uh liked with that storyline is uh lakes um uh, lakes involvement with it mm-hmm. and basically like her choice of do i um do the right thing lose the thing i want or do i keep the thing i want and do the wrong thing and so it, it was like that that and bb played it incredibly uh, but just at, uh, tacking that on to that storyline i thought was just like such an interesting perspective to take with it um and so uh yeah i, I just thought it, all around it was just so much fun to film and uh i thank the writers for that so thank you writers <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so going back a few years, um, what was your audition process like for the show? Because was this like 2019 at this point? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, I think it was. It was um, it was actually kind of odd. I um, I went in for the audition. And, uh, uh, I did. I, you know, did the whole audition thing and I left and uh, I went straight to producers, which doesn't happen often. So that was cool. And uh, I walk in. And uh, I see George uh, and I'm like, oh, shit, he's handsome. And then, so I introduce myself and I hear that British accent and I go, fuck, I'm not going to get this shit. And then <laughs> uh, but then I, I realized he was playing Benji later. So I was safe. But um, uh, yeah, and I, you know, I went into the room and it's kind of fuzzy, but I think I tried to leave like on three different occasions. <laughs> and I was like, I like I like did the scene. And I was like, all right, I'll see you guys. And like, no, 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 we, we, we want you to, you know, do it again. I was like, oh, okay. I was freaking out. And um, uh, yeah, and I think it kind of played with the character. I think it might have helped. I don't know. I, I got to ask them that. But um, yeah, I, and then I, I left and um, Michael was amazing in the room. And uh, yeah, then I heard I got it. And I just like, we, uh, we all hung out and we like started to create chemistry and started to become friends and just went on from there. Um, and when you got the call that you'd booked it, what was like, what was going through your head? Um, I was super excited and I went up to, uh, my buddy, Matt Cornette, who plays, um, uh, yeah, EJ on, yeah, uh, yeah. Hi- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I That's went up musical, to him. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, we're going to be Disney plus bros. And so <laughs> then we were super excited. <laughs> and so it was, uh, um, and so we celebrated together. And yeah, I was just, I was like, I was, I was just over the moon, you know? Um, and then uh, I went with Mason, um, Michael, um, uh, I, w- I went with them to uh, Disneyland and we uh, like hung mm-hmm. out and we went all over the place and uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun and it just kind of took off from there and we kind of been great friends ever since. I find it so, it's, I mean, it's so great to hear that like, you know, you guys were like becoming friends and building chemistry. I feel like adults don't do that. I feel like adults in television and whatnot, adult actors are like, couldn't be bothered. 
I'm here to work. But like, that's yeah. why this show works so well, because like just watching interviews and like behind the scenes stuff, I'm like, oh, these guys love being at work together and love what they're mm-hmm. doing. You know, it's just such a strange perspective. I'm like, you know, I'm almost 30, but, you know, it's just like I want to get to know my cast members as mm-hmm. friends, you I, know, not just co-workers. Like. Yeah, I think I, I think they're, uh, uh, you know, because a lot of sets are we're going to know each other and then we're never going to speak to each other again. And I think these guys that have been in the business for like 40 years are just like, listen, <laughs> like we know how this is going to go. And so, um, yeah, I think they might be a bit jaded because of that, uh, you know, 40 year process of uh, just knowing all these people and then never seeing them. But uh, so I think like with a younger crowd, there's more potential to like, you know, uh, be like actually be friends behind the scenes and mm. all that. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I'm so lucky to have them in my life. Uh, they are some of the best people I know. Uh, after this, I'm going to go hang out with Anthony Kavon who plays Raheem. So yeah. 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 So, you know, it's, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so much fun and it makes working so much easier when you can work with someone who you enjoy and like to hang out with. It Mm. just, it, it's, it, it's the best feeling in the world. So, um, I don't work a day in my life. So, you know, there's a, there's a saying, I forget who said it, but I feel like I've heard it a, a a thousand times, but it's like, um, auditioning is the job the gig is the vacation which is like you know it mm. makes sense no 100 percent agree yeah. Mm. yeah 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 i i, I mean ha- most of the job is just uh hoping you get it i feel and then <laughs> right. you know if you have these nice moments of being on set enjoying your time and then you're back and you're like man when am i gonna get my next job which i actually think is one of the most uh something i've realized with a lot of young actors is they're always worried about the next thing mm. and they never like actually stay in the moment and just enjoy where they're, where they are. Mm. Uh, like I remember the last day I was on Bull and the Beautiful, I was, um, it was my last scene and um, I was up on these stairs that like led to nowhere. And uh, I was looking around and you know, I was just seeing everybody like do their own thing and setting up the next shot. And I was like, man, I should really, take this in because I don't know when I'm going to leave, you know? So I, I really took it in and uh, uh, that was my last day on that, sh- on that shoot. So ever mm-hmm. since then, I really uh, tried to have the idea of really like, and then, like I said, in uh, prior staying in the present moment and just really like experiencing everything. Cause you know, as actors, there's just going to be huge gaps we are just not going to be working. And so when you are really, really be thankful for it. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Totally agree. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's tricky to not get caught up in because, you know, like the whole hustle culture thing, I, I think it's horrible. I think it's toxic and not healthy, but you know, some, some folks just can't help, but sort of get stuck into that mindset. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I totally agree. Like when I'm on set, I try to, just like appreciate where I am and not let imposter syndrome get the best of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's shocking how everyone knows just as much as you and everyone thinks they're, uh, uh, everyone thinks they're the imposter. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird cycle. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's just such a blessing to have a, have a weird to say it's, it's, it's just a blessing to, uh, 
have a job uh, as as an actor. So yeah, definitely definitely appreciate it. Um, and the hustle culture is just I don't know. I I under I understand it to a certain extent with um you know because like you especially young kids they really want to like get somewhere fast. Um, and uh, and I was lucky enough to start at like and you know so like I didn't really have to worry about bills. I didn't have to like do a lot of things other like actors have to do that start out later. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it, it definitely would damage mental health a hundred percent, I feel. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I, and, you know, for the people listening, uh, just watch out for that. I feel. Yeah, for sure. Um, so season two of the show was filmed, um, in the middle of the pandemic while season one was pre COVID and all of that. So what was it like going back under all of these like new circumstances? Weird as shit. Um, <laughs> we like they gave us like uh, these pods, um, and it's not as cool as it sounds. It was it's like these uh, like boxes with shower curtains, and that and so we like had to sit in there when we weren't doing a scene. So you kind of felt like a goldfish, and then <laughs> we like we kept on like and like everything like COVID safety was amazing. They kept everyone safe. Super super happy they were there. But um, yeah, it was just like, it was like a weird, it was just so different, you know, uh, from mm -hmm. what we were used to. And so uh, I was just happy, you know, the fact that we were working at all was incredible. But um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely strange for sure. Um, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I don't think we have seen anything like it since like 1918. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was definitely weird. <laughs> and um Again, you know, with with the recent season three renewal for the show, um, I know they're probably might not even be writing or developing it yet. Um, but is there anything you hope to see explored um, in Felix's story going forward? Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, uh, Pilar and Felix, I think, are going to be interesting. Um, and I, I just, I, to be honest, I, I would, I would love to work with Betsy again, and I would love to like see how that carries on. She's just an incredible person. Uh, so that would be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm, I, I'm really interested to see how Felix and Lake interact now because it's, it's this weird, it's just, a, it's just an awkward situation in general. And so I, I really want to see how they handle it. Um, especially, and also like just how Felix handles that in general with, you know, everything going on and they're kind of like a friend group. So how's that going to affect things? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things I'm excited for. I'm just kind of excited to see where everyone goes. I just want to know who's behind the door to be honest. Oh, dude, but, everyone wants to know who is behind the door. Well, don't ask me. I don't know, uh, but oh, I, no, really I, know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I really want to, I really want to know. Uh, I feel like we'll find out. showrunners are the only ones that know, and they haven't even told the writers yet. They're just like, don't say anything. Yep. Yeah. But, that's really, um, I've got my theories. I've got my theories about who's behind there, but you know, <laughs> can, can I ask, who do you think? So, so I think it's Benji, but Victor's going to apologize and not to be like, I want to be with you. I think it's to, to break things off. Cause I think that what he has with Raheem is really special. Um, and, uh, just really Anthony Kavon was amazing. Like in incredible last episode, I was like, Okay. All right. That's where we're going. He's trying to make us cry. Okay. <laughs> I will tell him you said that. That's yeah. He was, he was great. He was, he was such a good addition. And so was Ava. Um, but yeah, they, they just really killed that. Um, yeah. I, I, I being there, uh, 
but I think that was like our final night when they like had that moment mm-hmm. with each other. Um, and uh, yeah, that was just such a joy to watch. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really happy he uh, joined the crew. Yeah, um, yeah. The the way that the show, uh, you know, the the additions to the cast, like you said, with Anthony with Ava, really fleshed out the the season and added complications where they were needed and tension and like going forward i'm excited to see what they end up doing with uh with the characters because there was like also like a wink wink between lake and ava's character we're like wait what's happening here okay uh-huh. all right season uh-huh. three let's see what happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see how that plays out too just every storyline i just want to see what happens yeah um ryan send me the script but uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, all right, so let's wrap things up with our final segment called Now That We Know You. It's a final round of grab bag questions uh, that'll dig a little deeper and make you think. So let's go with, it's a grab bag, so I could just choose these off the list. Um, okay. What is something that, peop- that you think people spend way too much money on? I'm going to get so much hate for this. Shoes. <laughs> I, I think I think it, it's obscene. It's in how how expensive does that material really have to be? And crop tops. I think you should pay fifty percent of what the shirt is worth. Okay, there's less material there. It's, <laughs> it's clothes in general. I think I think it's crazy. Some yeah. I, I, anyway, yeah, clothes. I agree. For me, it's it's name brand or like designer brand clothing and cars. Mm. Yep. Oh, all the cars yeah. get you to this, the same thing. Sure, yeah, some yeah. talk I, to you, but that... I drive a car from the 1980s, so you know, I I, I really save money on that. <laughs> uh, if you could join the cast of any TV series, which would you choose? There's too many. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so it hasn't been released yet, but I would really want to be a part of the Fallout series that's being developed. You're doing that a Fallout be... show? Yeah, yeah. You didn't hear what? about that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, or so the cool. Last of Us, uh, Last of Us TV show. Mm. I'd be so down to do that. Uh, uh, Mandalorian. Um, oh. That would be cool as shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything nerdy, I would, I would love to be in. Someone make Anthony a Jedi. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would you choose? Uh, my dog. I want to get her perspective. Uh, do you have a secret talent? I can click really loudly. Uh, click. Like click. Wait, wait, wait! I can do it louder. Oh. I'm not sure if that's registering into the mic, but it's loud. Just trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a secret talent. Uh, do you feel that money can buy happiness? It, I mean, I don't think you can buy happiness. Okay, can I get a little, I'll get a little deep with you. You can't strive for happiness because that's a momentary, momentarily, momentary feeling. Mm. What you're, what people are talking about is they want peace. So the only way to achieve peace is by having good morals, being a good person and, uh, you know, not being a douchebag. So uh, huh. I, it, I, I don't, I, I feel like when people say, oh, I'm striving for happiness, you know, you, you can't really like hold on to that in life because right. things are going to happen. So uh, strive for peace because that's where happiness lies most of the time. I love that. That's so true. Mm. 
Wow. All right. Who is the most famous person you've met? Sean Astin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he actually taught me how to play poker. It was pretty cool. Oh, no way. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like really curious about, because um, he's, a, he's a dad. And so I, I uh, was like, uh, so what's like being a dad? And then Melissa Joan Hart came in. And so she, I was having a conversation with Melissa Joan Hart and, and, and Sean Astin about parenting. It was just a weird experience <laughs> in general. I was just like, this is, it was almost like a fever dream. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably, probably pretty up there. Um, I actually got to work with Melissa on um, a Hallmark Christmas movie years ago that filmed in Connecticut. I'm, I, I'm from Connecticut. They filmed down uh-huh. the street from my college and they were looking for extras. And I was like, I don't have class this week, so I want to be an extra. Yeah. And then I ended up getting bumped up. So I was like her wardrobe stylist and this like daytime news show type of. Style. Really? Yeah. She's, she's incredible, isn't she's she? She's really great. Amazing. Yeah. She is so nice. Um, and uh, yeah, we had also a great conversation about Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, she's, she's incredible. Everyone on that set were, was so much fun to work with. Uh, and, uh, lastly in a 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? I think I'll go back to my previous point. Fail. If you, if you want to grow fast and be, and, and go into places you're going to be uncomfortable push your limits i know this is over 10 words but <laughs> i push your limits and uh don't be afraid to fail take improv trust me you will, you will fail but uh yeah um that that's my advice awesome uh anthony thank you so much for coming on the show today uh where can folks find you on uh, in- uh instagram or wherever if they want to give you a follow yeah uh if you if you want to follow me uh i'll post eventually uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Anthony Turpel. So, uh, look out for that one post a year. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm trying to get more into social media. I will eventually, but yeah, it's Anthony Turpel. So go follow. Anthony Turpel on Instagram. And you can all follow us on Instagram at actors with issues. Give me a follow at Juaniala official and a big thank you to our sponsor anchor for supporting the show. Head on over to anchor.fm to get started on your very own podcast, 100% free. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review wherever you're listening and catch new episodes every Friday on all podcasting platforms. I'm Juan Yala. That's Anthony Trapel. This is Actors with Issues, and we'll see you next week.